0: Hello and welcome to a Tell Tales podcast. This is Chris's Corner. I'm your host, Chris Taylor, and welcome back to a brand new episode. This week, we're talking about how the mind is reflected by the body and the body is reflected by the mind. And what do I mean by that? Well, I like your funny words, magic man. The mind is there. That is the main thing. This is what's getting through life. This is us cruising through life at hyperspeed, and that is the brain working its butt off for you to visualize, smell, hear, taste the world around you. It smells like shit in here, you guys. <laughs> but what keeps it going is the meat sack that you're in, you know, this, this thing that is carrying you through life. And I believe the, pod, the point of this podcast is going to be talking about how it's a reflection of who you are. It's a reflection of the type of mind you have and I've, I've been thinking about a, a lot about this lately in the sense that a lot of people just kind of accept how they are or who they are or they allow themselves to sort of slide off into life. The reason why I keep myself on such a a regimented routine in terms of pushing myself physically is so that I can toughen up mentally. Now, the fact that I also have um, a good physique that is accommodated by that is a reflection of that mental toughness. The ability to have a good diet, to make sure that I'm running, weightlifting, that i'm doing like any sort of activity i was, you know going bouldering uh going and cycling whatever it may be it's this idea of how can you find that new version of you and that version of you is going to be the one who you know knows how to maintain their diet to the sort of perspective where you know what's good for you and what's not good for you how do you know what's good for me that's my opinion and if you've become soft physically, if you are allowing yourself to become soft, then that is a reflection of your mind becoming soft. You have allowed your mind to take the easy way out to take the what I would call the 50 percent of society right now. want another cream cake? Because in the West, it seems to me that the majority. Of human beings are now allowing the soft route. The easy route. The, uh oh, I just want to some, mac my, my ass into the couch and melt into it. This idea of just being. And I think that the lack of hard times are a reflection of who you are. If you just allow yourself to cruise. even in I see it in the gyms. Even for those who are willing to work out. Uh, they're not really there they are sort of just cruising through their work it's just doing the bare minimum now it's okay if you want to be average that's fine if you want an average physique if you want an average you know body and you're looking at this and you're thinking i can live with that that's fine but i know deep down you the listener the viewer are looking at those anime characters those gokus those one punch mans those chris taylors (laughs) these the idea of being ripped having a six-pack having the ability to be able to run miles and not have an asthma attack out of it the ability to be able to do 20 plus 50 plus push-ups in a row and not have to you know worry about it to be able to do pull-ups at least 10 in a row and be able to know deep in your heart that you can do it this is true strength of mind and body and you know I'm not a religious person but and uh, it, there's something spiritual really is about the connection between the body and the mind when you are pushing yourself through hard times I think maybe that there's something there in terms of when you get into that serious moments of pain you've pushed your body beyond the the breaking point the breaking point of oh crap i've got to keep doing this or else like i I don't know how many people can relate to that this ability for your body's in so much pain that you've pushed past the pain threshold like it's it's you've been dealing with it for so long for so much time that it's gone past it and you're now into i've got to get it done now this has happened to me a, a couple of times. And those times I've prepared myself for it. I've prepared for it mentally and physically. And the only times it's ever happened is when I've gone on twenty plus mile runs. Like twenty like it's gotta be above that twenty two mile sort of mark to be able to get there. That's only happened a few times for me in my life. When it comes down to working out in the gym, I've never I've never found that threshold. Like, even if I do a two hour workout, like it still feels like I've got enough energy to keep going. So for me personally, it's... I don't know if if that's even comparable in any way, shape or form. That you've got the strength, for instance, to keep on increasing your strength, but you can always just rest and recover and come back and try again. When you are doing an endurance sport, it's continuous. It's non-stop. There is no end. One of the things that people always look for in life, they look for a point where they can rest. Yes, Oh, sir. I'm going to retire. <laughs> you know, like people love, they love that expression, the golden ah. years. They love that expression. Yes. You know, they, they, love, they, they love the idea of a struggle as long as it ends, and then when it ends, they're going to have a nice comfortable spot. It must like, end. Yeah, the suffering must end. must end. Yeah, you should relax, man. You've done so much. That's right. You've really done so much. But this, the, the idea of reaching this golden year is is it's a very flawed idea mm-hmm. because it's an idea that you're gonna you're gonna work hard but then you're gonna reach the finish line but there's no finish line no it doesn't exist that's the scary thing about life my friend that is a scary thing right and there that's you know. what fatigues me people go man why don't you ever smile there's no fucking end my friend <laughs> there's no day. end there's no end so when people challenge me to stuff that i'm weaker on and they're like Go do this and do it now and achieve it now it's not my mindset my mindset is let's chip away at this we've got an iceberg here this is merely the top we need to find the whole thing this is a constant battle a never-ending road that i talk about constantly you see if you want something from yourself you if you're looking at yourself in the mirror and thinking i'm not happy with who i am right now and if i'm not i'm not happy with how i look there is and this is a, as much as a message to myself as other people is like it is a continuous battle of um okay i'm not happy right now let's push forward let's find a new goal and let's go for it but if you think it's going to come for you like that tomorrow or you're really hard on yourself and saying i must have it today you need to push that aside. That's a men- mentality that's going to get you nowhere. You've got to chip at it every single day. And you've got to find some joy in it because if you don't find the joy in it, that's it. It's over. You might as well give up now because there's the door. <laughs> get on. Get on through it. Get in there. Shut the fuck in there, mate. You take your fucking research with you. Fucking clicker, Jack. Fuck. <laughs> because you might as well leave because if you don't have this mentality of I'm going to get this done or I'm going to die trying it's, it's over for you and I'm sorry that that sounds like an extreme mentality but if you want to be above average if you want to meet the above point and this is the funny thing if you have a sick pack you're part of the top 1% of humanity how crazy is that how crazy is it that we've got to a point in society where that's not the common, it's 1%. 1%. Like, that's crazy. That is nuts to me. Like, it should be such a common thing. It shouldn't even be thought about. It should be like in the old Roman times, when people were just like, well, I say that, but technically gladiators were fat to protect themselves uh, from blades, believe it or not. I always We always picture in our heads like gladiators being absolutely shredded to the bone, but Believe it or not, they were fat so that they could protect themselves from slashes of blades. Anyway, enough history nerding out from me. Back to the point here is when you look at characters like, like I said earlier, Goku, One Punch Man, there's always a theme. They have to go into that montage of a training montage. Every movie you ever see. The problem with the movies is that it's a short-term, quick, Momentary blip in the storyline that you see within the space of less than three minutes, basically. If you look, you go watch a film like Rocky, and great, you got the music, ready to rock and roll. You know, I'll play a clip in a minute minute for it, but. Rocky's in his training montage, he's going through it, you're ready to rock and roll, and you're like, I'm motivated by this, I'm ready to go. And this is the problem right here. The problem right there is that you have to find that that's it's gonna be a training montage every day of your life. Your body and mind must be reflected by your willingness to keep pushing this thing, this meat vehicle forward. Now, I'm talking about this because I I don't know what it is, but for me, I keep hearing things from people where there's a lack of patience. Be patient. Take time. It took me eight years before I went and ran my my first official marathon in the back there. Eight years. And it took me another five years of weightlifting before I was able to get above 100kg bench press. Think about that. How many people would have given up and not even continue to go forward beyond that. They'd be like, fuck this, I'm out. I'm not going to keep going. But people want things immediately because of social media, because of everything they think it's going to come to them like, like that. Like their, their Domino's takeaway that they can immediately get online. Like the, the take, the, you know, the, all the fast food in the industry or the immediate TV show that you can watch on Netflix. This isn't the case. You have to find this mentality of, okay, my mind's toughening. I want to push myself through some seriously tough times. And I'm saying this because I believe I need to push myself even further than I am at the moment. Like, I'm working out seven days a week every day, and I feel like I eat relatively clean 90% of the time every single day, eating similar things. But I also feel myself craving a little bit more every time now i can go into extreme modes like everybody where i'm gonna i'm gonna be like i'm gonna run every single day like i've said this in one of the podcasts where i was like i'm gonna run every single it's like it's not possible to be able to maintain that going from running three days a week or and also lifting weights the other four days to running every single day or even adding a fourth day of running your body will just crash you've got to find the how your body can adapt to it so you can add a run in every other week or add an extra weightlifting session every other week and then you build upon it. No matter what happens, the storm eventually ends. And when the storm does end, you wanna make sure that you're ready. And so I've really learned to put one foot in front of the other uh, good, bad, or indifferent because eventually that storm passes. Now, initially, when I was younger, um, when I was 23 and I was just starting out, I started out just rocking and rolling, ready, running every day, wait, you know, doing calisthenics every single day. And luckily for me, initially, I didn't get injured. Now, later on down the line, when I was in my second half of the first year of training uh, I added in football as well and that's when the injuries started kicking in and I was getting shin splints and stress fractures all the time because I was running during the football matches, I was running in my free time, I was then also doing weightlifting at the gym, I was doing a full-time job and I was also commuting to and from work at that time but this was pre-pandemic and so this is what happens when you push yourself too quickly too soon. And so my body wasn't tough enough to match my mindset. And that can be also something that you might find quite difficult to deal with, is that your mind really wants to push you further, but your body hasn't accommodated yet. But that doesn't mean you let yourself have a day off there are no days off. There are no rest days. This is the greatest lie the fitness industry has ever told, is that you need a rest day. That is a fucking lie, and I it infuriates me that people say this, like, you need a rest day, shut the fuck up. You have no idea what the body and the human being is capable of. I've been doing this shit for five years straight without rest days, and I get angry about this because so many people use it as a like some sort of recovery mechanism for making the bit body stronger. You sleep eight hours a day. Your body is recovering the entire time of that is eight hours. You sleep half your life, basically. That is your recovery. Your recovery is your food as well that you're getting, your water, your minerals. Those are recovery as well. And taking showers, all these things. But my resets are like, um, I call them aid stations, mental aid stations. Mm. So when you're going fucking hard and you're grinding all the fucking time, like everybody knows, you're 24 hours in a day. But when I'm in the shower, it's a mental aid station. <laughs> I don't think about shit. I don't fucking think about people. I don't think about work, I don't think about running, I don't think about working out. But I'm in the car, another fucking mental aid station. When I'm fucking eating, mental aid station. So people eat and they work and all sort of shit, man. So I, I can grind hard because a lot of times, man, I'm in mental fucking A stations. You are only working out for probably a max of one hour a day. You have another 23 hours of rest throughout the rest of those days. You have to be going extremely hard. And out of the 90%, 99% of you who are listening who think that you're going extremely hard, you're not going as hard as you would be to be able to maximize the point where you would have to take a day off from rest. That is the point. Like When you, your body will go into a shock maybe... That's when you've pushed yourself too hard in the gym. And for instance, when you do a leg day and you literally are shaking when you're leaving the gym, you've gone way too hard. You need to be going to the point where you're able to do the exact same workout the next day. And you should be able to do it day in, day out, day in, day out. My workouts, for instance, when I run 13 miles, it doesn't mean I can't run the next day. It means I can run the next day. It means I can go weightlift the next day. And by switching between one or the other It allows me to be able to maximize the amount of muscle mass I can build, the amount of running I can do, and it also means that my cardiovascular system is pumping throughout both. A good example would be, for instance, when I was working out today, I worked out for basically an hour and a half straight, uh, a solid session, took some pre-workout beforehand, I was going in ready and raring to go, kicking ass and taking names. I started off with forty-five pull-ups on the bar. There is nothing better than getting a, a solid amount of pull-ups. I, I started off with a nice thirteen uh, set, thirteen in a row, and I was just like pulling up strict pull-ups on and my favorite pull-up bar, just a strict steel bar connected by a squat rack. Ah, oh, there's nothing better than those because you are able to know that you're not going to have any sort of uh, like movement from the bar by having no movement it maximizes your ability to just utilize your body and that means that you're going to be able to get the most amount of power from your pull-ups. I find for instance when I'm able to do that it means that I get less tired and I can focus purely on my back muscles when I'm doing it and I'm isolating those lats as I'm going up, down, up, down and it also means as well that I am not tiring out my forearms either which is good because obviously you want to be able to maximize your back and not your biceps and your forearms when you are doing pull-ups. Top tip, top tip there. Back to what I was saying though, the workout itself, by doing an hour and a half workout didn't mean that, for instance, later in the day, I could go on an hour walk. Boom, we add in further. This is the ability for your body to be able to continuously do things, continuously do activities, that's two in one day. Now that's technically neat, uh, non-exercise really, but um, you know, walking's good for you, whatever you do. I, I personally think that if you've done a run during the day and you still wanna go for a walk in the evening, that's totally fine. It's not pushing any barriers, very good for your mental health, allows you to kind of just relax, de-stress, you know, take take any sort of uh, negativity out of your life. You're listening to audiobooks, you're enjoying, you know, I'm placing guts as theme in the background <laughs> <laughs> in the evening. And that's something that I, I really do for me, those lovely walks. Sadly, when the winter kicks in in the United Kingdom, that is just going to go straight out the window. And I'm going to have to get more miles on the treadmill, sadly, because that is the uh, negative part of living in the UK when it gets dark during the winter is the fact that you can't walk in the evenings, in the mornings when it's, well you can, but it's very dark, so, and where I were, walk up and down, it's, uh, that will be a little bit dangerous, so, moving on from there, so, one thing that I would say, when you're connecting with the body and the mind, is that you have to allow yourself to be able to find Positivity out of it. So, for instance, I, I, I give myself rewards in food. Now, this can be a very negative thing for certain people. For me personally, I can't have sweet things in the house. That is a reflection of my weak mind in terms of food. We all have weaknesses, and I, I've found a way to be able to maximize my strength in this one and be able to keep the sweet stuff out of the house. And I have to go out and buy it. So I have to go to the shops to be able to get sweets. And I make sure that I only do that on Fridays or if I'm having a really long run on Sundays as well. Look at me, I'm a big fat slob! And this is the way that I allow myself to be able to keep that flexibility within my life. And it allows my body and mind to keep on strengthening with, without you know just eating the same meals every day. One thing that I've also found is that you have to have these maintenance periods you can't just keep cutting and bulking cutting and bulking and just being in these um periods of your life where you are you know going to extremes because one thing i have found is that when i've got really really lean at like 83 kilograms um or 82 kilograms it's just like I'm eating like 2,200 calories, which is fine, it's no problem, it's just that my strength has just gone out the window, and I'm only able to do properly calisthenics really, and it kind of my running suffers as well because obviously I'm lightheaded and I have to eat more to be able to recover from that and it it is a negative cycle. So what you should try and do every now and then is just, for instance, I went on a bulk last winter and since then I've just kind of cruised a nice maintenance level and so I won't do another cut until, as I said, all the way back in those podcasts until next year. And this is why I said that I wasn't going to allow myself this year to be uh, too lean. And i was going to wait till next year because i wanted to be able to allow my body to be able to have a maintenance period for a very long period of time at a good amount of calories your body reflects your mind see here by doing so you i've found uh, a shape for myself a good physique which i'm pleased with which is part of the top one percent you know whatever it is and I've allowed myself to be able to find a maintenance level or a routine that continuously pushes me mentally and physically. 13 miles at the moment on a Sunday has become difficult again, which means that my body needs to be pushed further because I've come back and I think I've relaxed. Goggins talks about it as well. It's like, once you find your, you know, I used to talk about this when I was younger. It's like people said used to say to me, Chris, what are you training for? And I said, I'd give some fucking snarky little comment, like I'm training for life, man, like sarcastic as fuck don't get sarcastic with me son uh and (laughs) and i was you know I, i didn't have a goal at the time because for those eight years before the marathon i was just training because i wanted to get better because i wanted to push myself further because i wasn't happy with the way that i was operating beforehand and i wanted to be alongside Goggins, Cam Haynes, Truett Haynes all of those top Dogs, And I still want that. That will be my dream goal is to one day run, run alongside them. And to do that, I have to keep pushing further. I have to keep pushing forward. And your body must reflect your mind. Your mind reflects your body. And so I'm also, as I've talked about in previous podcasts... If I'm, if I'm strong, then I take away my strength. If I am good at cardio, I take away my cardio. What is left? Well, I've got to be good at flexibility. And I'm not good at flexibility. So that is my weakness. So I must focus on my weakness. And so the, the thing to focus for me at the moment is making sure that I stretch much more. And for me, doing it every day is very difficult, but I do stretch three times a week. And so it's found that my psoas muscle, I know, very common again for runners, is actually very tight my hamstrings are very tight and so i have to make sure that i'm doing a lot of stretching that reflects that on the hamstrings and on not doing any lower back exercises Um, when i say back exercises bad squats basically bad squats bad deadlifts all of these things so finding that as well and you can see here that there is a compromise in some areas you have to find those compromises i know it sucks if you're like me and you're someone who has this pride and and in going into the gym and go you have to find those exercises you can do that for and you can enjoy that but the problem is, is you can't injure yourself and this is where, what I'm bringing back to what I said earlier in the podcast you've got to find these workouts that you can do continuously without getting injured without getting to the strain where you can't do a workout the next day and you have to find the enjoyment in it so if you don't like going to the gym go do something else go do calisthenics, if you don't like calisthenics go do jujitsu, if you don't like jujitsu go do rock climbing, go do something that's going to push your body for muscle mass, that's going to build the muscle mass, and then if you don't like running go do the cardio that's going to help you, even if you're just fucking walking for 5 miles at a time, you know, just do it, like there's no excuses to allow yourself to get soft in society today, there is no excuse, like you would have to be a, a builder on a building site working eight hours a day every single day for me to even consider you to be having an excuse. So if you're working any other sort of job where you're working from home or you're remote or you're in an office or if you're in any sort of like lackadaisical job where you're sitting on your ass most of the time, no excuses for you. Now if you're getting 10,000 steps or more during your work and you're walking around You can continue to do this as well. You can make sure that you're uh, eating a good amount of calories. But what I do notice with people like that is that they slip very easily. They allow themselves to not do cardio because they think they're walking so much during their job that they don't need to. Now, this is counterintuitive, I know, but I would say be very careful with your calories. You may overestimate the amount you're going to eat to get to that point. So keep in mind that and make sure that you are eating a calorie sort of balance in terms of, depending on where you're at, if you're overweight, calorie deficit, if you're underweight, calorie surplus, if you're in the middle, and you just wanna get those sort of like good physique, it's just a continuous I know this sounds shit, it really is, I know, but it is a trial and fail process, I can't give you an exact amount, because for me personally, it's taken years to figure out, like, chopping and changing, chopping and changing of calories, to be able to figure where that amount is, and what foods suit me, like, I know, it's it's a fucking ball, like, I know, it takes fucking forever, I know I'm swearing a lot in this podcast, I'm very sorry for those listeners who are against that, like, you know, you can... S- send your praises later. <laughs> Straight to hell. To the boiler room of hell. All the way down. <laughs> your comments later. But if you can, um, if you have the patience, if you have the uh, toughness to be able to figure that out, to take the next five years to goes forward and do that and i've talked about this in previous podcasts as well you how who are you making commitments to the person that you don't know you're going to be in five years time so take it a year at a time have that goal in your mind of i'm going to in five years time be this person but be very wary that every time each year you're going to change as a person each day each week for for instance but you have to consistently do it and by doing so the person in those five years will thank you and your mind will reflect your body don't allow yourself to get soft don't allow the world around you to to basically make you who you are because if you do you're not going to be happy and you're going to find yourself in a very dark place pointing the world pointing the finger at the world i love it get to get the fucking quote right chris well in my book you either do it right or you get eliminated. I'm getting pointing the finger at the world and saying you're the problem. But the it's the thumb. Point at yourself and say I'm the problem. Because this is the truth. We all love to get angry. We all love to, you know, as I did earlier in the podcast, get annoyed at people who say you can't train seven days a week. I get angry at myself because that's the that's the truth. Because we all have this mindset of we need rest. But the truth is, is well, we have this mindset of we're right and everyone else is wrong as well. That's not the case either. Say it. Fuck you. After you say it. You're really going to force me on this. I'm at half mast. I need to hear this. Fine. You were right. <laughs> Jump up your own ass and die. Ah, Houston. We have no problems there's a balance there's a, a tough tough period of time where you realize that you have to allow other people to be other people but please for the love of god don't allow other people to dictate that softness mind body become powerful in both and utilize a little bit of darkness within yourself now something that jordan Peterson's talked about and joe rogan and Jocko willink and David Goggins and all of these other characters, Courtney DeWalter for instance, we're yet to see her darkness yet but I'm betting she has it, all of them utilise that, all of of them utilise that, it doesn't matter how cool or good a person you are, we all have demons, we all have a monster that we're taming every single day, you have to bring that monster out. When you're working out now, if you're like me and you're a solo person, when it comes down to working out, it's that much easier. You put the headphones on, you blast it out, and you summon those demons, and it is easy as hell. But if you work out with other people, it becomes a little bit more difficult because they don't know you, they don't know who you are, they don't know how to tap into those demons, but you do, and it is that much more difficult. So if you want to, you know, 10x 10x that difficulty and go on hard mode, then do that. But, you know, it's, it's for you to figure out and for you to, you know, if you're at the end of this podcast, you, you already have the patience to be able to get to that point. And if you have the patience to get to that point, then you have this toughness that's going to link between the two and push yourself forward. And you may say, Chris, who the fuck are you to say all this? I'm the guy who you'll see. Pushing forward, raising the flag, the Urakai leading into Helms Deep, diving into the wall for all of you to see. That is my mindset i'll blow myself up to be able to get to that point to be able to lead that line to be able to be the leader of the row to be able to push forward to embarrass myself to allow others to succeed as well because if there's one thing i want to hear one day in my life it's Grandad taylor how did you get to this point maybe it'll happen who knows thank you for listening to this week's podcast if you are looking to get into that mental toughness, into that body and mindset. I'm really pleased you listened to this podcast and I'm really glad that you are here and you're with me leading the line forward. This has been a Taylor's Tales podcast. This has been Chris Corner. I've been your host, Chris Taylor. And as always, I hope to see you this time next week. Bye now. You're going to be all right. You just stumbled over a stone in the road. It means nothing. Your goal lies far beyond this, doesn't it? I'm sure you'll overcome this. You'll walk again. Soon.